welcome to Perspectives, which is a series of inspiring conversations with remarkable working women. And I am really excited to speak with Amy Ferber today, who's the co-founder of Birdie. Amy, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here talking with you. So I was I was going back and forth in terms of do we start by talking about Birdie? But I think before we actually talk about that, can we start with why you and your sister co-founded this company? Yeah, um, we make personal safety alarm. It's like can help get eyes on you or get help for you in a moment when you might need it um, to help deter attacks or get out of sketchy situations. And um, we come from a large family and um, lots of uh, close-knit activity. And two of our kids were actually assaulted. And it threw off the trajectory of their lives and the fam- our family's lives. And, um, you know, it just we had five nieces and nephews going off to college at the time. And we knew that the statistics were staggering, that college is an incredibly vulnerable time, especially for undergraduates. And we felt horrible because we knew like there were five people sitting around the table and with the statistics that something was going to happen to one of them. And um, sadly it did. It um, One of our kids was um, roofied their second week in college from our family. And luckily she was okay. So it was fine. A, a woman saw her, took her home And she really doesn't remember what happened, but she was fine. So um, because we had experience with having assault already within our own families, we felt like we were compelled to try to do something. We felt, you know, it's like the numbers don't change the statistics from when we were in college. And so we started by creating a tool. We both had had... um, careers as entrepreneurs, having different businesses. We have imported stuff. We've manufactured, we've had retail, we've had wholesale, and we have never had an opportunity to work together. And so this was a chance that we could come together and and actually really make a difference, try to make a difference, try to have an impact on something that we were very passionate about and that was really close to heart. So um our our company she's birdie we envision a world where where women are safe and people are safe and um we started with a tool cuz for us we both had product experience so that was kind of came naturally to us and um we wanted to empower people to be able to feel confident comfortable aware so that when they go out into their lives, they can be who they want to be. They can do what they want to do and that they can feel safety is like a basic need. And with safety, then you can go out and have the confidence. And so that's where we started. And um, it came from a personal desire of really wanting to change the world of how it is for the kids in our family and and their friends. and. 
moving forward. So tell me, and I see that there's actually, I looked on your site, there's a new version. So I'm going to have to update for my daughter and my nieces, my sister, my mom, myself, everyone that already had a, has a birdie. Tell us, please, a little bit about the product itself and also the new version. Yeah. So um, we started with a very basic tool. It's an alarm. It's like an analog product. It's not... Um, you pull a ring and it sets off a really loud siren to get eyes on you when you need help the most. So if you're out and you get that creepy feeling, you have a way to draw attention to yourself. And um, it also has a flashing strobe light. And what we found was that people really responded to this product. We wanted to appeal to young women. We made it really streamlined design. We had, you know, colors so that it was fun to carry. It comes with a solid brass keychain, so you could hook it on your backpack or keep your keys with it and um, bring it with you as you go for a run or if you're walking across campus or if you are um, coming home from work at night. Um, we've heard a lot from our users. We started in 20. Um, November of 2019, and, and it was a slow start. We had um, pretty much, we just said, um, sent it out to families and friends and had them, told them about it. And then COVID hit and everything kind of came to a halt. And then we started advertising. And when we started advertising, it just totally took off. It's you know, primarily it is, it has been a D to C business. Mm -hmm. So um, it's like, we had no idea how much it would take off. And so it started, it just took off. We've sold over a million alarms, probably close to 1.200, you know, million. Wow. Um, and people in our community are really engaged. We send out emails so that we have like tip fact stats and we highlight interesting people in different communities, um, what they're doing or historically. And I think that people are feeling empowered and we hear back from a lot of users who unfortunately have used it in a tough situation. And invariably we hear that it it helped. It, you know, usually it's been a woman uh, who tells the story and um, we have all kinds of use case stories, but invariably the person who is the assaulter, I kind of, when the alarm goes off, they kind of raise their hands and backtrack and leave the situation because they have an opportunity to get away. And now there's a new version that incorporates technology. Can yeah. Can talk about that too a little bit? Yeah, sure. That's, um, real, we're really excited about that. We have spent the past year and a half uh, developing it. And um, we heard from our users that they wanted different, um, different type, types of help for different types of situations so that it, they wanted more choice and more option. So the new alarm, we call it the Birdie Plus. It um, it does have the siren like the original, 
and it connects to an app with Bluetooth and it um, has other features. One of them is a 20, it connects with a 24 uh, seven live rep and mm-hmm. they'll call you and they'll stay on the phone with you as long as you need, like until you get, until you feel safe. Like if you have to walk across campus at night, or if you leave your job late and you want to walk to your car and you feel like it's kind of dark and you're alone, they'll be able to be with you on the phone until you say that, okay, I'm good. And another thing that it does is it shares your location with your friends and it also can provide an excuse to leave call, which if you're in a situation, but you don't want to pull an alarm and you um, don't want help from a rep or 911 or anything like that, um, it's a call and it's something like, oh, hey, Katie, um, I don't know what you're doing right now, but is there any way you could come over to my house? And I really could use your help. And so it gives you an opportunity to to discreetly leave, you know, either an uncomfortable situation or a situation like for young high school students, if they're at a party, but they don't want to say they have to leave, they, they need an excuse. So it's kind of set up for that. And is there a fee to an ongoing fee for that? Part of the service? Yeah, it's a subscription fee. Mm-hmm. And it's um, I think it's set at $8.99 a month or $89 for an annual subscription. That's fantastic. That is really fantastic. So I have a question for you. Um, for people, you know, you and your sister, you saw a problem and you came up with a solution. Did you already have the product in mind or did you come up with the mission of the company trying to keep women safe and then you figured out what the product would be? What what was the order? Um, well, we knew what the problem was and um, that we wanted to address. And we actually knew that there were other alarms out there on the market, mm-hmm. but it, it's almost as if none of them were that attractive of an alarm. Like they, it was almost as if you could like give it to your kid, but they didn't want to carry it. Mm-hmm. So our goal became, well, can we make one of these that's cool enough that, you know, people are going to want to actually take it with them. So that's how we came up with our design and our colors. And um, I people like it. I don't know. We've heard a lot of good feedback. So that's awesome. So I'd like to um, move over a little bit more in terms to just talking about as an entrepreneur, a lot of people have the desire to start their own company. Either they've also isolated what they see as a need or they have a real passion about something and they're trying to make it a business, Um, but it can be really hard to do. And a lot of companies, many more than succeed, fail. What were some of the toughest moments for you in the beginning of of your company and obviously dealing you know launching near the pandemic huge for everyone but sort of even more broadly than that what were some of the difficult times um well you know we were moving into a business that was d to c and um we didn't have a ton of experience with that so that's basically like a computer you know an online place where you buy your direct to consumer. Yeah. Um, And 
So we reached out to our family and friends at first, but then we didn't know how to go beyond that. And so I think kind of getting our feet wet with advertising and um, finding a way to access and get a, you know our voice heard, that was challenging. And with COVID, it's almost as if like our business came to a halt, but we started in November and it almost like petered to nothing by April. And then we started figuring out more about how to do the advertising. It's like we kind of ran the course as much as we could with what we knew. And then we had to step into kind of new ground and experiment. So that would be one, I would say. Um, we started in my garage, shipping from my garage. I did. And um, we grew um, to a point where we couldn't do it. And I had like, you know, we've had all our nieces and nephews come together and help. And it's been a really fun project. So we had close family friends and um, different kids, you know, that were going off to college or whatever that were working like shipping in the garage and my kids. And um, anyway, yeah, we had to expand. And it's just like a matter of knowing when to do that. And if it's a risk, because kind of we set up we had to make commitments, you know, and it's like growth pains, little bits of growth pains, I would say. And um, we still haven't been able to visit our factory where we manufacture. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot that has been because of COVID. And so that's very unusual because I would, I, from my experience, I think it's really important to, you know, have a tight relationship with the person that's working with us that we're partnering with. And so just to have never physically been in the same space has been challenging, but very, you know, doable. It's interesting how so things change so much with COVID, even in the sense of, for me, with my PR firm, I used to be on a plane every single week, you know, mm -hmm. Clients would want to meet you for everything. And it turns out that there is a balance of when you do need to see people in person and when you don't necessarily. I used to only do this podcast, my interviews in person. And really, that was crazy because it's opened up so much who I can talk to, like talking to you on the West Coast when I'm on the East Coast, you know, yeah. so, so it's really changed things. So when did um, you think to yourself, hey, this is actually working? Yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. It was during the last six months of our first year after we started advertising. It was like we were getting orders. We were getting feedback. We were getting people that were wanting. It was like people people that learned about us wanted to be a part of a broader group of women and men and people looking out for their people. And even to, to this day, that's very, very exciting for me. A lot of times I'll be working on bulk orders or college orders or whatever. And just to learn about so many interesting companies, organizations, schools that are really interested in the safety and watching out for the safety of their communities. And that is, that's very cool to me. And you've created a community that's really, it's, it sounds to me from what you're saying and what I see online, that that's a very important part of your business. Yeah. Yeah. I think that we're bigger than our product. You know, we, we're more, we, we have a lot of values and we, um, yeah, I think that's true. 
So do you have, as, as an entrepreneur, maybe top two or three tips for, for women that are thinking about starting a business that they should really consider before they get started? Yeah, I mean, I guess there are some things that do come to my mind. Um, I think you have to really like what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, whether it somehow personally connects with who you are or what you want to be spending your time and your and and if you can find a passion within that, it's going to carry you and have so much meaning, I think. At least that's been my experience. So, I would definitely say that it has to be it would be great if it could be something that was more than just a business for a business sake. And I think that'll be really meaningful on a more on a deeper level. I would say that. Um, and I would say, yeah, just follow the path. Like, just see what you you know based on what you need to do. Once you have an idea that you want to pursue, like take the next step, and then take the next step, and take the next step, and and when you get to a roadblock, see if you can figure out a way around it, or maybe it'll point you in a new direction. But I think that sometimes there's a fear of actually trying. So I would recommend using logic to almost follow down the path of what you feel like is a great endeavor. Um, And then I guess the last thing I would say would be ask for help, like ask people, talk to people, talk to people who know people that might know something about what you might, you know, that might be helpful for you. Mm -hmm. I I cannot believe how many people have stepped out of their way for us and given us their time, their, their contacts, you know, their ideas to help us do well with what we're doing. And I think that we all have people in our lives and people who know people and that it's always worth having conversations and without the help of other people who have really taken that kind of interest in our business. I don't think we would have been able to, it's been amazing how nice people are and how open they have been helping us openly. I love that that was a piece of your advice because I hear this time and time again when I talk to different women on on this show and then just in life, ask, what's the worst that can happen? You know, someone can say, no, I can't help you, but you'd be surprised how many people rise to the occasion. And if you don't ask or you think, you know, I'm worried about even bothering that person, but if you don't ask, you won't know. And so many times people will help. So, um, I, I I am curious, are there plans for new safety products and devices, or are you going to stick here with what you really know and, and is really working? Well, right now, our new product is kind of stepping into a new territory because it um, is making us, you know, it just has so much more capacity and um, so much more possibility in in reaching different people. Like we definitely have ideas for directions that we would like to go and develop, but before we can move forward with that, we really want to get our feet solidly like planted with our new product. Um, I think that it gives us the ability to go out and do more business with enterprise and other businesses that have people. I think it'll give us access 
to um, those communities, which will be a growth for us because until now we've focused pretty much on um, Z to C. So um, in terms of our products, yeah, we are filled with ideas. Um, I think that after spending the past like year and a half on this new product, we're thrilled. You know, we're it's it's really given us this belief that we have a long way we want to go, you know, that there is a lot we can do. And so we're very excited. So if somebody would like to be a part of your community, they would like to purchase, they want to learn more about you, where do they go? Um, well, the first step would be just to look on our website, uh, she's birdie.com. And if you want to reach out, we're happy to talk to people. I'm constantly responding to emails and um, that's our pleasure. So um, you can get all the information about our products. You can learn a little bit about us on the website and there's a way to reach out. So if that is an, of interest, feel free to do that. Fantastic. And just to end, is there one piece of advice that has helped you through your life and your career that you could share with us? Um, one piece of advice. I would say be your own best friend. Um, you know, there's so many moments and some are hard and some are easy, but often we're hardest on ourselves. So I think that, um, you know, think about how we treat our, our friends and our family and our kids, like do it for yourself. I think that, um, that goes a long way. I couldn't agree more. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us. Thank you. It's been a real pleasure.